Welcome to Broadcasms with Trish, raw, real, and no BS. In this first episode, recorded on International Women's Day, I address narcissism beyond the buzzword and into the scope of narcissistic abuse. It's more prevalent than one might think. Narcissism is on the rise in today's culture, but it's more than just selfies and self-absorbed social media feeds. It's not new. It's just being more widely recognized as we grow in awareness and see the parameters of domestic abuse change. People with narcissistic personality disorder are those who lack empathy, remorse, and the ability to self-reflect and take accountability. They have no conscience in what they do to others and are entirely self-serving. They prey on others as a source of energetic supply. This abuse happens to all genders, by all genders, but today on International Women's Day, I'm addressing women. From the time we're small children, we're shown how to behave and what is acceptable from others. Nice girls don't talk back, just smile and nod. Takes a better person to walk away. If a boy picks on you, it means he likes you. Be this, do that, but don't be who you are. Love hurts, but it's worth fighting for. Although well-meaning advice, it conditioned me to spend a lifetime of making other people comfortable at my own expense. I repeated cycles of bad relationships, always seeking the love of another without ever knowing how to love myself. At 38 years old, I had lost my job and had filed for bankruptcy. I was at the lowest point of my life when I met the man who would forever alter who I was. He was unlike anyone I had dated. He was the ultimate bad boy, but was charming and knew of all the right things to say. I was idealized and love-bombed until he knew I was hooked. Then the gaslighting and crazy-making began, leaving me to question my own sanity and reality. My mental health suffered immensely with unbearable anxiety and dark bouts of depression. I became passively suicidal. From the outside looking in, it appeared as though we had a passionate relationship where we couldn't live without one another. On the inside, it was confusing, manipulative, and scary. I was exploited and abused psychologically, physically, emotionally, financially, and sexually. Statistically, the abused will leave their abuser seven times before realizing that they are being abused or become victims of something more tragic. In the span of almost seven years, I went back five times because I thought it was love. Truth is, the abuse had created a separation in my reality. Long-term psychological abuse can cause brain trauma where one loses memory of events and is always living in hyper-vigilant survival mode. The trauma bonds the abused to their abuser and creates a physiological addiction to them. This is why it's so difficult to leave and to stay gone. The first question people ask is, why didn't you just leave? Because I didn't know I was being abused. Narcissistic abuse is like boiling a frog. If you put the frog into boiling water, it will jump out of the pot. But if you slowly turn the heat up over time, the frog will acclimate to its environment and boil to its death. This is how insidious narcissistic abuse is. Statistics show that 1 in 10 people are personality disordered, NPD, psychopaths, sociopaths, and histrionic personality disorder. 
and each one abuses an average of five people in their lifetime. 3.3% of 7.5 billion people equals 247,500,000 people with antisocial personality disorder. 6% of 7.5 billion equals 450 million people with narcissistic personality disorder. With a total of almost 700 million people who lack empathy or are without a conscience. If each of these people narcissistically abuse five people during their lives, the tally of potential damage affects over 3.4 billion people. When I left the narcissist, I was in crisis mode, suffering from complex PTSD and adrenal fatigue. The abuse had left me physically ill and cognitively impaired. I couldn't eat, sleep, or think. I felt damaged and broken and was unrecognizable to myself. All I wanted was to physically and mentally feel better. I had my doctor, therapist, and a coach, and yet they knew little of how to heal from this kind of trauma. So all or nothing, I dove into finding ways to heal my body and my brain. I educated myself on personality disorders and abuse. I needed all the tools to heal and continued on with four life coaching courses to get my master certification in coaching. I began to tell my story of abuse and healing on social media and found a community of other survivors. In the connection, there was healing. In awareness, it's saving lives. I have turned my pain into purpose, and today I coach survivors of abuse from around the world. The abuse forever alters who you are, but so does the healing. This concludes today's episode on Broadcasms with Trish. Until next time, take good care.